The book. Of Joshua, seven thirteen, and afterwards Leviticus twenty seven twenty eight. Get up, sanctify the people, and say, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, because thus says the Lord God of Israel, There is an accursed thing in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. Today the enemies of the nation of God are not just our uncrucified soul, the world, and demons, but also their products, illness, weakness, curse, in, in the materialistic realm, and untimely death. And these enemies receive the right to possess us when we take of the accursed thing, which is what is most holy to God, that is, we claim for ourselves that what is within our control but belongs to God. Nevertheless, no devouted offering that a man may devout to the Lord of all that he has, both man and beast, or the field of his possession, shall be sold or redeemed. Every devouted offering is most holy to the Lord. Leviticus 27, 28. Therefore, one of the mighty legitimate works and demonstrations that lies at the foundation of our sanctification is not the so-called encounter, but giving God your tithes and your offerings. Firstly, giving your God or giving God your tithes and your offerings, which are within your control, but don't belong to us, we in this way apply the foundation of our sanctification that is separating from ourselves the accursed thing, and we dedicate in our tithes ourselves to God, and we testify in this way that first of all, we ourselves are that tithe and is an accursed thing, or we sanctify when we bring our tithes and offerings to God because sanctification that is demonstrated in service of tithes and offerings is the separating of yourself to service. And due to this, we then obtain the power to chop out or cut out the essence of the root of all evil from our system. We also can resist then our ambitions, the world, and demons. And third, we can then resist the products that come from them, illness, poverty, and untimely death. If the church will receive and understand this unchanging law that lies at the foundation of all of the given law of God and separates the accursed thing from them and gives it to God, then they will separate themselves to God as slaves of righteousness and will separate their tithes and offerings from their house, which are an accursed thing, and will then obtain power from God and will be able to resist and stand upon all of the work of the enemy. The book of Malachi, being inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, Yet from the days of your fathers you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, In what way shall we return? Returning to God is sanctification, separating yourself from the former way of life, a previous way of living, into a new way of living. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there. How do we sanctify ourselves? How do we turn to you? 
Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, for there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, will I not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you blessing that there will not be room enough to receive them. And you shall be blessed because you shall be a well-blessed people, a desired nation, says the Lord of hosts. He says further that uh, be careful the words you use because some will say, well, what good is it for us to bring our tithes? Nothing changes because a person that brings his tithes, he wants that in his life something start changing, specifically in, in the materialistic realm. If he, he thinks if he gives God a hundred dollars, then he will receive a thousand in return. This is what a person is counting on. But it's talking about a blessing that is of a different form. We understand symbolically that that food that God gave Israel symbolized the spiritual food, the bread of life, that God will reveal His treasury of heaven and will give to us those blessings that were concealed and hidden. And this will be that unsearchable, pure, an undefiled treasure that has the redemption of our body. God wants to adopt our body with His redemption because of our sanctification, us separating ourselves from mammon. When we honor God with our tithes and our offerings, we separate ourselves from worshiping mammon. And so all Christians who do not honor God with their tithes and their offerings, whether they like this or they don't like this, understand this or they don't understand it, uh, whether they resist it or not, they worship the demonic prince Mammon and not God. And so in these churches, there is no true worship in spirit and in truth where they do not honor God with their tithes and their offering. There cannot be true worship in spirit and in truth. God is just looking with with uh, pity upon His children, and some of them only in these churches become uh, a fire burns in their heart, and they do honor God uh, with their tithes. I knew from a very young age, they didn't preach tithes and offerings, but specific people always honored God with their tithe properly, the right way. No one talked to them about this, the the. A uh, pastor never preached about this from the stage. Uh, they always just said, well, voluntary giving, whatever you want to give, tithes is voluntary, That, but needs to be in the format of a tithe. If it's not in the format of a tithe, then it is an abomination before God. We need to understand that. And thank God that we are enlightened in this, because this is the guarantee of our blessing, our spiritual blessing. This is the guarantee that God will open to us the promise that belongs to the door of our hope and will reveal the conditions how we need to grow this promise because we stand at the brink of the destruction of all mankind from all kinds of illnesses, viruses, all kinds of calamities, wars that will rise there and here. We at this time will rejoice because we have in ourselves the word that will keep us from all of these terrible things. And whatever economic crisis we may be facing, we will be materialistically 
uh, uh, well and provided for because of his wisdom. Right now we will sing a song. We will worship God with our tithes and our offerings. We will honor him. We will demonstrate our love to him. Because every time when we do this, we chop the tree of evil, love for money. And if the root of evil is love for money, then your control of money or you having having this authority over your money is the root of all good. And we we have we take control when we separate our tithes. It is enough. God says, just separate the tithes, and in this way, you will worship me. How do I turn back to the Lord? How do I turn back to you, they ask. Bring your tithes. Well, they say, no, this is a product of the law. We are under grace, but you have never been under grace if you state such things. If you resist the service of tithes, you refuse to do it. You've never been under grace because tithes were not given in in the law, but under grace. Uh, tithes were found their place in the law, but Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob also honored God with tithes. In the Garden of tr- uh, of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was also uh, God's tithe. And you see when Adam did not honor God in the way he was supposed to. And we today get sick and die. Why? Because our forefather, Adam, did not honor God with tithes as he was supposed to. God said, "All the tr- eat of every tree in the garden, but this is mine. Don't touch it. Yes, it's yours too, yet you grew it together with me because we know that the Garden of Eden was planted not just uh, by God independent from man. God created man and then with man he planted the garden. And that means God was was the lead, but he could not uh, grow it without the person uh, and grow these trees. Uh, Man participated in that. God can't grow the fruit. He gives the seed, but he can't grow the the seed into fruit in our heart. We need to grow this uh, seed into fruit. And so when we grow it into fruit, there will always be a part that belongs to God. The fruit that you grow, I have my holy part. You can eat of the rest, but don't touch that 10%, that 10th part. Uh, And so at the foundation of all of the given law of God is the command, the great command of giving of tithes that was given to the first person in Eden. He violated that. And then he began honoring God in the way he was supposed to when God justified him according to his grace. And we see how Abel and Cain, his sons, They honored God. They brought their tithes and offerings also. They did in in the form of a a physical offering. They brought what God blessed them with. And God looked at the heart of Abel that was looking for what? He was looking uh, looking for it. Uh, Abel was was looking, uh, seeking for the kingdom of heaven in righteousness. But Cain was looking for other things. He looked at the heart of Cain uh, and refu- reject him and his offering, but Abel, he accepted him and his offering. Let us uh, sing a song, and may the fire come down upon our offering, because of giving your tithes and offerings to God, you in this way seek the kingdom of heaven in his righteousness, and the Lord will bless us. Let us sing.
I shall gladly remind us again and again that every time when Israel honored their God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses, in the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that they received from Moses, that Moses received as a revelation from God, to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We're that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots. We're nourished by that same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have sustenance within your house. I do not give an impurity and I do, and I do not give in sorrow and I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated.